Hello everyone, dear pilots out there. Welcome to another episode of our ServiceNow podcast, ServiceNow Pilot podcast. And today we're going to talk about, maybe not mm, the highest rated topic, but I would say, but I believe it is a very important one, which is reporting in ServiceNow, reporting within your organization. And today I'm meeting with Carol, our human consultant and experts. You may introduce yourself, tell us our, uh, your story and we may start. Hi, I'm Carol. I'm a senior uh, ServiceNow solution consultant. I work with uh, clients to implement ServiceNow in the in a way that uh, um, suffices their needs, their requirements, and also help them build uh, build reports. And uh, Marcel, as you said, uh, maybe not highest rated, but I would say very important topic: reporting, because uh, we all want to know. No, we all want to know what's going on. So this is why we need report. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to ask you maybe the first question for the people that may not see this uh, as a very uh, top right and uh, important topic. Why do I need to even report the data from my organization? Because uh, I have probably several departments within my organization, for example, HR, IT department and many, many others. And why those data, why this data is important for me from yeah. different perspectives? Data matters, no? The the very important uh, sentence. So as I said, uh, we want to know what's going on. And especially when I'm a, a owner of a process or owner of a service, uh, I want to know what's the performance of my service. I want to know how we're doing, if we're meeting uh, targets or not. Um, this later helps me make decisions, uh, proper decisions. I need information to make decisions if I want to perform better, if I want to uh, evolve, if I want to um, consider or later introduce changes that will help me perform better, I first of all, I need to know what the status is, what's going on. And to know what's going on, the, the easiest uh, way is to present data in a nice visual matter in the form of a report. Yeah, we, we look at reports every day in the news, every day when there's elections, when there's uh, statistics, we need this data. Uh, in a form that is familiar for me to to understand them. This is why we need reports. So not purely the data level, but we want to interpret the data level in a form of visual reports. Okay, so you are saying that we need to, uh, behind those numbers, or let's say real people or real workflows that we should think about and uh, maybe foresee some things that we, that we couldn't uh, before. But today you're in a position when you want to encourage us all to, to use reports in service now. And imagine I am a CEO of a huge mm -hmm. company and I just got used to, to the Excel spreadsheet or other tools like Power BI or anything like this. And also I, um, uh, I bought this tool, the service now tool. And from my perspective, it's easier to extract the data to, to another tool and to use uh, Excel spreadsheet, for example, to then forecast yeah. some processes within my organization. And isn't too much work for me to populate the data in, in, in service now just to see some beautiful dashboards? I, I, I would say it's too much work for you the, the, the way you're doing it right now. So if you're a CEO of, uh, or a high, high C-level uh, responsible for many processes, for, for running whole organization, uh, then probably you're very busy. Imagine, wouldn't it be easier if just weekly or maybe monthly you uh, receive just the extract 
of reports that are valuable for you, not thousands of spreadsheets with thousands of rows and data that you need to analyze and you need to um, to build statistics to see, okay, if we're doing good or not. Imagine that you have it all configured and you just receive the data that matters for you. So, and this can be once uh, for all configured in ServiceNow without any um, any external tools. How to do it? I believe we will be uh, talking later. So th this is an example of uh, of CEO that that is is a, is a busy person that wants to see only valuable information that really matters. But uh, let's imagine I'm a I'm a uh, team manager, yeah, or I'm a manager of a service desk with uh, with various teams. I want to know how my employees are performing. Yeah, I want to know how the teams are performing. What's the was the reason behind their performance? One team is performing better, other uh, a little bit worse. So what was the differences? If I have a correct data and then I look at the data uh, in a correct manner, I can I can distinguish, I can take only the important things. So um, the data, so we're talking about organization that is using um, ServiceNow as a, as a tool. So the data is there already. So why to extract it to external tool wait for them to populate in the external tool, then build uh, this report in external tool. Imagine that the data, the structure of the data changes in ServiceNow. The integration process needs to change, then the reports built in the mm, uh, in Excel or any other tool needs to be changed. Uh, and right now in ServiceNow, we can do all this in one tool. So in my previous job, I was working with a software, with this external reporting software. And exactly this is what, what was going on. I was asking the business to populate the data uh, in their tool. Then integration was uh, uh, transferring the data to my uh, business reporting tool. And then I had to build the reports. Anything changed there, I had to rechange everything. Um, inside this now, so if if you, you, you mentioned that your team is capable, capable of uh, building this data in this tool or, or mm -hmm. Excel, these skills, if, they, if they're able to build reports in, uh, in, in Excel, then these skills are uh, sufficient to build reports in ServiceNow. It's really simple tool. So, yeah, so you will not, to, uh, not necessarily need to learn more tools. So you will just need to learn one environment. Everything is there. The data is mm, available right away without any means of uh, integration. So probably less effort is needed to build this data in ServiceNow than to extract data from ServiceNow and build the same report in external tool. Okay, so which, if I understand you correctly, you're meaning that this is uh, time effective or time effective because you have visual dashboards within your uh, tool, your view. And uh, when it comes to the view, as you mentioned, the C-level, the team member, team manager level, or even a team member, level so each person has different kpis each uh, role has different um, responsibilities within the organization so for example uh, someone from the c11 would like to see very granular data because it's it's not valuable for him he just wants to see high level how the whole organization is prospecting but from the perspective of the project owner project manager or someone from the uh, operational level, I believe those informations are very important. So is it possible to, to build those, let's say, template, role templates? And do you have any uh, prior experience yeah. with that? 
Uh, exactly. So uh, ServiceNow, as we know, works on uh, on roles, on groups, different users that have attached different uh, groups or roles as access to different data. And the uh, same principle uh, applies to reports. So uh, you mentioned KPIs. So KPIs are important on whole organizational uh, level, but uh, that's that's true for a for a team manager for a for a or even for a for a particular employee uh, KPIs matters for their particular activities if they are meeting target or not meeting target uh, how what was the gap how how far they um, how far are they from the target and the higher we go on the on the C level basically I just to know. Uh, if there are any red flags, yeah. if everything's going fine with the KPIs, I don't even need to bother about that. I see green light. Okay, that's fine. So I more, I also, uh, it's also important for the same KPIs, but on a different. I look for them on the different level. Yeah, and yeah, in ServiceNow, the the beauty of ServiceNow, uh, comparing for example to Excel, is that using the same data for different roles, I can extract different information. So Let's say you had an Excel spreadsheet with uh, um, target achievements for all employees. The employees are attached to different, they are members of different groups. The groups are responsible for different services. Uh, so on the C-level, you probably want to see all the spreadsheet and have a statistics from all the spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. On the team manager level, you probably, the, the organization, uh, will not uh, allow the uh, team manager to see the data for all employees, just for them, just for their group. So you would need to populate the same data in different spreadsheets and then um, distribute the different spreadsheets to different people to see their only their statistics. Mm -hmm. In service now using the same set of data, depending on the role or group level access, I can see only the data that I should see and I'm allowed to see. So you configure just single report and the um, data access is already uh, dealing with um, who should see what. That's also good from the compliance and cybersecurity perspective exactly. because uh, this is a very high topic right now to, to be sure that the data isn't flowing throughout the whole organization or even worse. And that apart from that. No. So so you, you basically, in service now, you're defining the level of access and if it applies to data, it can also apply to reports. So you um, you can change it. Yeah, you can allow some particular groups to see a little bit more in the reports. But you can you can you have uh, full control on that, and mm -hmm. you uh, define it once, and then it works. Uh, do you have maybe from from your prior experience any examples of? this kind of kind of dashboards or reports for each uh, role what would you propose to our pilots out there to yeah so to maybe see within i don't know maybe itsm would be a good idea yeah so the the incident overview uh, dashboard is the is the very good example uh, there's uh, classic reports and performance analytics reports so depending on my role there uh, i can see different groups i can see only my employees or uh, my group or groups I'm a member of, and then if I'm um, if I'm higher level, I will simply see more data um, there. Um, what what else? Let's say that um, and the, the very important KPI in my organization is, and we're talking about the incident process, is uh, how long is the ticket open? 
Yeah, every customer, every basically end user that raises a ticket mm -hmm. wants their tickets to be solved quickly. And we're not talking about SLAs, we're talking about how long is the ticket open. And let's say that the target is uh, three days. So on a personal level, I want to, as a, as a fulfiller, as a person that is dealing with, as an agent that is dealing with the tickets, I want to know what's the statistics for me, how far I'm ahead or, or how far I'm behind, mm -hmm. um, how many tickets were uh, solved uh, within this uh, target, how many tickets were solved uh, outside of this target. And I will see uh, on the same, on the very dashboard incident overview, I will see statistics only for myself. Then if I'm a service owner on the same dashboard, I can see what's the differences in achieving these targets between different groups or different incident categories. Mm -hmm. And I can already say, okay, for uh, let's say hardware categories, we, we matching this target for, for almost all incidents. For a network category, we're not matching this target. I can already make some assumptions and this this can um, allow me provide decisions so uh, we're talking about the same kpi but different perspective on the same kpi depending on my level in the organization structure okay so what you are saying is that depending on the role depending on the kpis depending on the uh, my objectives of my of my role within the organization i can see different things suited for me and uh, in terms of compliance and security reasons, I cannot see uh, my dashboard, my report will be different than yours. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the same dashboard, but uh, every user will see different data on this dashboard. Mm -hmm. And imagine uh, an organization which is very industry specific. And for example, when we take this customer service management or IT operations management, within the logistic industry within the banking or insurance industry those processes and workflows will be different mm -hmm. um can i somehow create my own view my own dashboards that will uh show me mm -hmm. uh, the view of my industry of my organization or specific yeah very specific processes is it possible uh, yes, but first of all, I will encourage you to go through what's uh, out of the box in ServiceNow. So if you are following the standard process that I st that ServiceNow is proposing and the, the processes proposed by ServiceNow in ITSM, in CSM, in project management, they're basically ITIL-based, they're uh, industry standard-based. And for all these processes, out-of-the-box processes, uh, there is a, a set of dashboards, set of really many reports uh, that uh, probably will suit, if not all, then the majority of your needs. Um, these are called content packs mm -hmm. and you can find content packs for, for quite a lot of products, for quite a lot of industries. Uh, if you have, if you customized your process, if you have, uh, or you built your own process mm -hmm. in service now, yes, of course you can build your own reports. You can build all your own dashboards more. You can, create a dashboard and then share it with other users so they will have access to it and this can become a standard in your organization. So this is this is free to customize. And uh, again, uh, we're talking about compliance and, and uh, um, role-based access. Uh, you can specify which users can uh, create new dashboards, which users can edit dashboards, which user can, um, if you're sharing the dashboard and with which users, 
which groups you're sharing the dashboard. So yes, basically you can create any uh, report and any uh, dashboard in in ServiceNow. Most of it is uh, free of uh, free of charge. If we're talking about classic reports and then content packs for the performance analytics reports, if you want to build the performance analytics reports uh, based on uh, custom tables, mm -hmm. then this I believe requires a, a pro license. And you mentioned performance analytics. Could you please elaborate on? That? Yeah, and so that that was a big game changer some time ago. Um, What's the what's the main what's the yeah, performance analysis? I think uh, we should focus a little bit on the on the wording here. So I want to analyze what what is the performance of a process, a team. What what's basically a performance of uh, um, of of part of my organization, and what is a performance of how well I'm achieving targets, uh, how what what, and then I want to analyze it. So I want to know what are the different factors that influence achievement of this target. And so how does performance analytics uh, do it? Mm, to know what's the performance of the target of, of some a service uh, of some process or and what influences uh, this performance, I want to see mm, how this changed in time. Mm -hmm. And I want to see how different factors influence this in time. So performance analytics does a snapshot. Basically, we can do a snapshot every single day mm -hmm. of a certain KPI. So I mentioned previously a number of tickets opened for uh, more than three days. Mm -hmm. So every day I can take a snapshot of my instance, how many tickets, what was the categories, what was the assignment group, uh, what was the priority and very different factors? How, uh, what was the KPI for every day, uh, single day? And then I can build a timeline. See what was the uh, what, what was this KPI on a certain day? How this changed in time? I can um, break it down per category, per priority, as I said. And uh, by excluding some factors or including new factors, I can see okay, which factor really influenced this this trend line. Yeah. So the performance analytics can uh, help us building the, the trends of my performance. And this is how we understand uh, what's the performance and how different factors influenced it. Also, performance analytics can predict, yeah, can forecast based on uh, based on uh, previous data what will be the, um, the number of tickets open for longer than three days, uh, for my example, in the next week, in the next wow. month. Yeah, that that gives us uh, that gives us a lot of opportunities for um, yeah helping me analyze it. Yeah, it comes with a built-in uh, analytics hub or KPI details, basically built-in uh, tool to to dig into these graphs, to to change the visualizations, everything that was helping me that that would help me analyze it better. So if we were using Excel or any other tool. Yeah. You know, pivot tables, etc. To to those, we we have it there. We have it there in a much much nicer way, in a much simpler way. I would say, mm. yeah, to know what's the performance. Yeah, let's focus on that topic because we are uh, in 2023, which is I would say the AI, the year of AI, and artificial intelligence, machine learning is everywhere. And uh, as you are mentioning the performance analytics is focused on uh, forecasting and focused on 
um, analyzing the data that it is populated and even uh, can tell you the, the, the near future, how it may perform in, uh, in, in a while. Is it possible, or maybe it is right now, that using the machine learning uh, or artificial intelligence, is it uh, possible that the service platform can advise you? Yeah. So, yeah, so the decision automation is, is build, built in there. So there's uh, also products that uh, help me uh, make decisions. There's, there's basically a decision automation uh, product that can be uh, put in. But if we will narrow it down to performance analytics, there's uh, one thing that um, I think here is worth mentioning to to automate the decision making. So we were uh, uh, talking about example of CEO that is very busy, that just wants to see the most important thing. So uh, there's also one very nice, very useful feature in performance analytics, which is it's not directly connected with uh, artificial intelligence. It's just the automation and the, the synchronization of all the processes. Mm -hmm. So let's say we have these targets. Yeah, we have targets on a personal level. I, as a fulfiller of incidents, I have a target that I should mm, do this many tickets in in, uh, in a time frame. Mm -hmm. And then on a on a C level, like uh, I have also different targets. Yeah, that the service uh, performance is is like that. So mm, when I on a certain day when I hit the target or not achieve the target, yeah. we consider a notification. And so in that matter, the CEO, which is very busy, doesn't need to look at the reports every day. Mm -hmm. He will just, or he will, she will just receive the notification when the target is achieved or not achieved. Mm -hmm. uh, on, a perform, on a personal level or any other level, we can do it. Uh, we can do thresholds. So uh, let's say the average uh, uh, time of open tickets, yes, it's, it's two days. So, um, and I say, okay, let's make a threshold that if there will be a, for a, for a one day, the KPI will show 10 days, which is very, like, very, very large number for this. It's too much. Mm -hmm. uh, then I should receive a notification yeah, because something's not good with my process. So also, if we will trigger notification like that, I don't need to look at the reports every day because I will be informed when uh, something particularly, something of significance happens. And there's also a KPI signals uh, uh, application, which uh, does basically the same. So uh, it informs particular user uh, when uh, certain statistics are achieved. Yeah, I'm, I'm too much outside of the average or for too long outside of the average. I can define this, um, what's, what's important for me. So one portion of decision automation is that, first of all, I'm notified when it's important, I don't need to go myself to look at the reports and yeah. then and then uh, then think, okay, is it good? Is it not good? I will be informed by the platform if something is of particular importance for me. Yeah, but uh, okay, yeah, that's very interesting. The, those notifications, but is it possible maybe in a uh, in the higher version of your uh, licensing or something like this, is it possible that the platform itself would advise you to optimize your uh, yeah. workforce? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's process optimization product, there's yeah. a decision automation, which uh, uh, can show me the recommended actions. Uh, yeah, that's very interesting because, as you mentioned, the decision automation, it's, it's even more helped by the system. Yeah, so I can define, uh, so this is uh, this is actually 
uh, a product outside of repo like can be used for uh, for uh, for um, making better decisions, not necessarily based on reports, but based on um, based on uh, generally data in the in the platform can be used on the level of fulfiller to to uh, advise me what sh what should I do with this ticket, but also um, uh, process automation can define okay what should I change in my process like what should I change in the assignment for example process or what should I change in the structure of my service desk to um, to, uh, to optimize it yeah to optimize it yeah. uh, a, a simple example and uh, this this can be even achieved purely in performance analytics the forecasting mm -hmm. so let's see I have this KPI let's stay with the same KPI a number of uh, uh, incidents uh, opened for uh, for two days or three days. Uh, I don't uh, I don't recall what was the original number. <laughs> and uh, we uh, break it down per category, mm -hmm. and we have a trend lines, and we see okay, the network incidents for a couple of weeks they, the number is rising. Yeah, so we have more and more open incidents, and we have the same number. Let's say ten fulfillers, ten agents in the network groups, and ten agents in the hardware group. Yeah. Uh, by by looking at these trends and by uh, asking performance analytics to forecast the near future, I can see okay in a month, I will have so many network incidents that my current team will not be able to um, uh, to fulfill them. So yeah, maybe I should change the structure of my service desk. Maybe I should move some people from hardware group to network group. But to move it, maybe they require new skills. Maybe they require new trainings. So I have all this information. Service now can show it to us. If we want to ask service now, okay, what should be the exact number of people uh, in in this assignment group month from now? Yes, we can use the decision automation product to even populate the number and uh, give us uh, really advices that yeah, two users, this and this user should be should be moved to the other group. I believe it is more uh, also very calming for for the people who might be hearing this that. People are still or will be still in that authority of making a decision sure. and those decisions could be better due to the data that you will be given. Uh, so the more information you, you have, the, the better decisions you can you can you can make yeah. in the future. So that's exactly yeah. make better decisions. That, that's my uh, slogan that I like to use. If we can make better decisions, why not? Why not? Yeah? If we have tools to support our decision making, why not to use them? Yeah, and from your perspective, do you have any uh, from the beginners of of ServiceNow platform? For example, I'm a new customer. I just I just bought the tool. I have just implemented. Do you have any tips and tricks for me? Where should I start to with this reporting to to make the decision in a better and more efficient way? So, like I already mentioned, uh, ServiceNow by default offers plenty of reports and very useful dashboards. I think there's like tens or, or depending on the products that you have there, there's hundreds. Uh, go through them. You will learn that, okay, oh wow, this is a report that I, I never thought I, I, I could, uh, um, I, I never thought about this statistics, but now I see it and yes, it's, it's very useful. Uh, recently, um, I was involved in a um, product portfolio management uh, project. Mm -hmm. So uh, so a customer is running uh, projects for their customers and basically uh, so they're very important reporting is very important for them and um, 
yeah, there's couple of dashboards depending on the on the level, and ninety percent of the reports that they were uh, they wanted to see is there. E even even some more regarding other processes. Uh, so I would suggest first of all go through uh, the uh, the default uh, dashboards and different uh, de default reports. Uh, look what's there, how it's built. If you want to create your own reports, there's nothing more simpler. Just in the navigator, for for those that that really know ServiceNow, mm -hmm. in the navigator, go to reports, um, and uh, and create uh, your own report. Uh, um, yeah, select the data source and uh, select the visualization. Play with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. play with it. For different data, different visualization will be more useful. Uh, but I think what's the most most important is this um, is this dashboards that really service now is is really good about that uh, yeah. that they're not saying okay you have here uh, uh, 20, uh, 20 reports uh, pick the ones that are important for you but service now is already um, proposing a, a dashboard a layout of the dashboard that that really tells a story so for example we disclaim that we have a a project process. So the, the project starts with uh, idea. Uh, yeah, idea is changing to demand. Yeah. Demand is changing to project. So it would be. Mm, so so this is this is the story. Like the like the, the like the data flow. I can look at the dashboard and yeah, I can see. Okay, first the statistics behind ideas. Then it's you know uh, uh, narrowed down to to demands. Yeah, not all ideas were changed into demands. So I want to see first statistics for ideas. Then how many of these uh, turned into demands, statistics of demands, and then how many demands were turned into into project. And by looking at this, I I not necessarily only know that okay we had uh, fifty ideas, uh, thirty demands, and twenty pro twenty projects. But I know okay what categories of ideas are transformed into demands. Was their financial uh, mm, uh, data how they transformed into project? I I already know about whole service whole. Mm, whole unit that deals with ideas, demands, and projects. Uh, I, I I know the story behind them. I know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, when you when you have a clear example how it may uh, look like in the particular organization, and yeah, I believe you made uh, just you have just made reporting very visible for me and understandable, and I believe our listeners will see the value. Uh, from it, uh, especially the part when you even can forecast and and foresee the different paths within your organization and optimize your workflows. I believe this is a very interesting topic, and especially when when the service now combined with Nvidia to produce this machine learning uh, uh, strategy. I believe it will be even more suitable and more uh, not say complicated, but uh, enhanced. In the future, I would say less complicated. No, the, I, I believe at least we're going into um, we're um, using these new tools to uh, to help us to facilitate our work uh, rather to make it more complicated. And um, yeah, I believe this is this is the the biggest uh, value behind service. Now it's simple, mm -hmm. truly it's simple, uh, and it's a simple it's a single tool. For everything, to be honest, what to everything is too much. It, it won't cook me a a, a, a dinner. But uh, my process is defined there. The da data behind the process is defined there. The reports based on that data is there, and the recommendation and decisions that I should make pops up from there. 
So it's a simple, it's a single tool that helps me yeah, make my process, make my service better. Yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, and now I can see the value in the in this. And especially, I believe many people don't think that reporting is a very key value uh, when it comes to implementation because everyone thinks, okay, we have to implement the tool then to use our uh, processes and just use the tool and uh, let's see what happens next. Yeah, it, it is very important. And this is also what we can see from ServiceNow by offering this default reports. Mm -hmm. As we said that if you have an ITIL process, uh, you, you may believe, okay, I'm using an ITIL based tool. Mm -hmm. So it should, the process should be okay. But you know, you want to measure the performance, no? how like half year from implementation, one year from implementation, how do you know it's better before than, than yeah. comparing to before implementation? Look at the report. Yeah. yeah, every organization would like to grow mm -hmm. uh, and enhance its capabilities in the future and have bigger projects and something like this just to just to just to grow. Uh, yeah, I think it is very important. Uh, so thank you for this introduction to 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 the reporting. But I have one last question for you that I would like to uh, ask all of my guests because I believe. This is a very simple question, but I will get many different answers, and it is very important for me to to learn from from my guests. Uh, that's why this podcast was even invented. So, what do you like the most about the service that last for yourself? So, Carol, stage is yours. Yeah, uh, what I like the most, I think the the simplicity and the, the low code approach. So, I'm not a, a programmer myself. I'm I'm not coding. I'm not programming. I'm a solution consultant. So I more talk with customers about their needs, what they want to achieve and, and propose solutions. But uh, uh, recently with more and more low code approach, I can, you know, I hear something from the from the customer and I don't need to ask the developer, yeah, can you please help me uh, define this demo? I, I do it myself because it's, it's so simple. So also uh, from the user perspective, uh, if you have everything defined in service now, you don't need, you, and you have this performance analytics, dashboards, and classic reports, you want to make adjustment, you can do it. You can do it. You don't need to rely on um, on, on developers or a, or a third party uh, that helps you. Uh, yeah, this is this is the strong advantage. Uh, and this, this is what I really like a lot. I, I really like to play with my PDI, the, the perform, uh, personal development instance, mm -hmm. uh, to... Um, yeah, to build something on my own. And I, I, I can do it. I can do it. If I can do it, I believe many other people can. Yes, I have been a student of a technical university in Poznan, but it was too too hard for me. So, uh, yeah, you encouraged me to, to use this tool more and to explore and to discover ServiceNow platform because I'm not a very technical person. <laughs> but you don't need to, yes? So, technical people, and thank you for all the technical people that build ServiceNow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so thanks uh, thanks ServiceNow and thanks ServiceNow developer because you because they built a tool that now non-technical people can uh, configure. And this is, the, this is the big value. And that's a great, yeah, I believe it also uh, is a great value. Okay, uh, thank you for the for thank you for the meeting, you thank you, and um, I hope you will join us in the later episode as a solution consultant. You you probably have many many stories to talk about, and you have prior experience expanding myself uh, regarding this tool. So uh, I hope you join us sometime. Sure. And really thank you for for that. 
Uh, and so our listeners and viewers, if you have any questions, any 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 remarks on this episode, leave the comments below and ask us anything, actually, and we will try to answer your questions. Thank you, Marcel. Thank you, everyone. And uh, good luck with your service now journeys. Exactly. Thank you.